Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here is your host, Mike Dowler. Thank you, Sean, from Los Angeles. I'm Mike Dowler. Welcome to Conversations Radio. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. Hey, on Twitter, we're at Converse Radio. That's like the shoe without the E, at Converse Radio. And on Facebook, we're simply Conversations, the podcast. If you like what you hear, drop us a line, conversationspod at gmail.com. We get a lot of email, and I thank you guys. You're just amazing, so amazing. And again, amazing guest tonight as well. Uh, this is episode number 145. Our guest will be L. Graham. And my co-host is the returning co-host, actress Dara McLeod. Hey, we had a great podcast uh, two weeks ago, and then I caught the flu, and then I was in bed for oh. four days. And uh, then I pulled a leg muscle, but uh, hey, you know, what are you going to do? Podcasting is a (laughs) a dangerous thing. We featured uh, Mia Bella and Gwen, sorry, Glee Dango. I love post-production. They're on a new show in Canada, which is called Popularity Papers. And uh, they play uh, two fledging middle school students trying to find out what's the secret to being popular. And I don't know because I can't watch the show because it's in Canada, but I've seen clips. It's on YTV, so go ahead and check that out. Uh, it's also available on Stack TV. Again, these are Canadian uh, outlets, but uh, a wonderful show. And again, uh, wonderful actresses. We had uh, Glee was her first time on, and Mia Bella, who's appeared uh, on Gabby Duran and all kinds of stuff. Uh, she was the co- uh, I guess the co-host or what? And I'm not quite sure because they're both on the same show. So maybe no coast on that one. But again, check that out. It's online. It's available on, um, well, Podbean, um, Amazon Prime, Spotify. You can go to the iTunes store as well. Search Conversations Radio and voila, it's there too. Just Google us. You'll find us. We're omnipresent. But hey, a great show tonight. A cloudy day here in Southern California. You would think that, you know, June... California dreaming? No, uh, it's uh, June gloom. Not in a bad way, but just kind of uh, cloudy. But hey, great mm-hmm. podcast coming up this summer. You're gonna want to make sure you follow us and uh, check them out. And uh, uh, any suggestions, uh, be sure to give me a call. Um, you got the uh, the email there. Okay, hey, let's get started. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, our co-host needs no introduction. You probably heard her song. <coughs> Excuse me. Again, post-production. At the beginning, that was uh, "Hey, Honey," and about bugs and hanging out in trees. And I don't know. It's just you know, a lot, <laughs> lot going on there. She is a Texas gal, born and raised, currently in Southern California in a rehearsal hall somewhere. But she's doing all kinds of stuff. You know her as Charlie on the hit series on Apple TV, which is called Ghost Rider. I think that's all one word. I'm not quite sure, but I'm sure she'll straighten me out. Mm-hmm. She's an actress. <laughs> Excuse me. She's an actress, musical theater actress, uh, singer, dancer, all kinds of stuff. Um, she has a uh, ma- mantra, which is dare to be different. Get it? Dare to be different. And she's involved in all kinds of things as well. She also um, is um, 
writing novels, which is kind of ironic because the show is writing basically well ghosts. But again, I think there's I think there's a, different, a lot of a lot of similarities between um, Sulphur Springs and Ghost Rider. We'll talk about that as well. Uh, without further ado, ado, it really resonates. Do like that, yeah. Uh, it's uh, Dare McLeod. Dare, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How's everything going? It's also crazy to say you're on 145. Episode yeah. 145. That's a lot of episodes. It is crazy. It, it's, what's happened is it's kind of taken on a life of its own. You know, I mean, mm. originally we were Next Big Thing Radio, and then that kind of uh, uh, went, it went the way of the wind. And then we, then I started mm. Conversations Radio, and uh, it, it was really rough at first, but... After about five episodes, man, this thing just took off. And uh, again, I appreciate all the response and the support I get from uh, the listeners and the on-air guests, too, as well as the wonderful um, PR folks, agents, and what have you. So again, mm -hmm. great, um, great uh, successes. And I thank you for that, Dara. That's very nice of you. Oh, yeah, of course. 145 is definitely a big number, so you got to make sure to hit that. The next big number is going to be 150, so it's coming up, right? Yeah, we're, we're at over 11,000 downloads now, so I mean that's going to be. I mean, in seven years, considering I put no money into it other than, <gasps> other than the uh, cost to host and all that stuff, uh, it really has again word of mouth and just you know social media. It's a uh, it's a thing. I I want to say uh, Instagram's had a lot to do with it as well people spreading mm -hmm. uh, and we're on Twitter and we're on Facebook. I'm not going to bash anything, but I'm on Twitter today. And I got to tell you, is it me or is Twitter like just all ads? Oh, and, it, and it's, <laughs> and it's the same thing. It's like that, that super, super bright flashlight. that's out now. The flashlight looks like a lightsaber mm -hmm. that and yes. uh, weapons and all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, you know what? Eh. So I will hang in Twitter, but I think, um, I, I don't know. I know our guest is real big on TikTok as well. So, We'll talk about that oh. too, but you are uh, been busy. Obviously, a lot going on now in Hollywood uh, with uh, the writer, the writers' strike. Is that affecting you? Oh at all? yes. Uh, I mean, of course, it's affecting everyone because it's really important that our writers are getting the credit and the 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 deserving amount of respect. Sure. So I'm really excited that this is this is taking flight and really. And I think it's good that it is kind of affecting everyone a little bit because it needs to in order to really make that punch, make that people listen kind of thing. So I'm really excited about it. And I'm and, hearing, I'm um, he go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, keep going. I'm hearing rumblings about a possible SAG strike. I hope that's not going to happen. Mm, okay, oh, out. yeah. That, that's, yeah. yeah, we're going to see. But uh, I'm actually, I'm actually been, it's been going really well. I've been focusing a lot on music. I'm wanting to start a, because of course the writer's strike is affecting everyone. Sure. So I've been focusing a lot on my music and writing. I've been writing a ton of songs, piano, guitar, uke, everything. And I actually have a show coming up. So this Sunday in Houston, I'm going to be singing at the Night in Paris fashion show presented oh. by Dexterity Talent. And I get to Very be a cool. performer, which is like a super cool because it'll be one of my first shows I'm performing in Houston. So like it's gonna be it's gonna be genuinely a super cool experience and you know fashion and music some of my favorite things so it's gonna yeah. be really cool yeah You're, you are passionate about everything you do I mean I sort of noticed about about you Dara <laughs> uh, you um you you take on a project and you don't half measure it you you give it your all and it it's, it shows you know oh thank you and, and you are yeah and you are performing everywhere by the way I've noticed that you're doing a lot of performing which is great. 
to mm-hmm. get you gotta out start there making and... your way exactly <laughs> uh new music soon i hope yes actually super soon we have one that's currently in production we're kind of in that space we're gonna have to be hopefully we're shooting the cover soon so cool. that's gonna be close up uh and also the best thing is that we are going to be for this fashion show the cool thing about this show is that we're going to actually be doing it to benefit mental health awareness and human trafficking so it's not only going to be music but it's also going to be supporting incredible causes which is one of my hugest things is i love charity and giving back with music that's fantastic yeah you definitely give back and i i always admire um celebrities use their use their celebrity to uh to give back and you do in a big way and i thank you for that as to others. Thank you. You are uh, we you are familiar with our guest, I'm sure. Everyone has watched Secrets oh, yes. of Solar Springs. Um mm-hmm. we had Madeline McGraw on here not too long ago. She's on that show as well. Um yes. and, um this actress, I gotta tell you, she is just I mean, I'm looking at her resume. Uh this is, you know, folks, stand back, okay? Cause she's got a she knows what's going on here. Um, we're talking mile 22 with Mark, Mark Wahlberg. She's acted with Laura Dern in trial by fire, um, captive, which is, which is incredible. You also probably saw her on a little show called walking dead. You know, that show right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. A hundred percent. I actually remember when I first watched it, I was a bit like spooked out and, but now I'm going to definitely have to watch it because I was in it. <laughs> and then stranger things. Uh, oh as, yes. A classic. As well as, uh, DC universes. Swamp Thing. Two words, Swamp and Thing. You know it's going to be totally scary. You know, you know. Mm-hmm. That, you know. <laughs> and um, you also uh, know her as um, uh, on Sulphur Springs as Savannah, Secret of Sulphur Springs. That's on. I want to say, is it uh, Disney? Disney Plus. Yes. Disney Plus. Okay. And her big, uh, big break. As if that's as if that's not enough. She stars as Nancy opposite Abby Ryder Fortson, Rachel McAdams, Kathy Bates. Love Kathy Bates. In Lion mm-hmm. Gates, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. And of course, that is an adaptation of a, a Judy Bloom book. Love Judy. Um, I think she got a lot of people through really awkward times back in the day. And uh, certainly, uh, it's a phenomenal book, and that it's a movie is a, a testament to the quality the message as well as um yeah i mean it's, just, it's really really good originally from north carolina and i think she's still there somewhere and um yep she's uh she's sporting the uh the best beetle shirt which is amazing it's just phenomenal. <laughs> i want to say hi to from north carolina it's l Graham. hey l hi i'm so glad this worked out thank you guys so much for having me oh yeah i mean i'm excited you are just you're on you're on you're riding the wave right now i mean and i mentioned that i mean you're doing all this stuff i mean to do secrets of sulfur springs that's a lot of work as it is then they hit you with hey you want to do a judy blue movie but there is a caveat here dare did audition for uh, the role of nancy on that really so there you go yes i did actually i had a really incredible experience and i actually read for nancy so it's really cool seeing it come to life and you could not have done it better it was absolutely perfect Thank you so much. So you're from North Carolina. Right. You've been doing this for quite some time. I want to think your first gigs were probably maybe musical theater. Um, no. So I I started out 
with commercials when I was about four years old I started doing commercials and stuff like that and when I was about nine or ten years old I started doing local musical theater um because my mom does that my mom uh she directs and is a part of a lot of local musical theater shows around uh North Carolina Savannah and uh, Secret of Sulphur Springs how did you get that role Wow. Okay. I think I, I auditioned for Sulphur Springs in 2019. And I remember I had one audition for it. And the scene that I auditioned for wasn't, isn't even in the TV show. It's not even in the show at all. But I, wow. I know. Yeah, I did. After I finished the audition, um, we sent it in and I'd say maybe a week later, I got a call back. And for this call back, I went all the way to uh, LA to the Disney offices and I did a chemistry read with um uh, Preston Oliver who played Griffin at the time he oh. was already casted okay so I um I did a chemistry read with him and then uh maybe a week or two later I heard that I got the role of Savannah and I was so excited it's an incredible show so definitely <laughs> Every role I, I that I get the opportunity to, to get, I am just over the moon about. And you've done th- three seasons so far, so that's the, yes. Yeah. So season three is out. It is out. Yeah, it's been out for I'd like to say two months. Will there be a season four? Oh, I'm not sure yet. Well, let's keep our fingers crossed. I sure. guess you guys are yes. going to have to wait. <laughs> oh, okay. Suspense is definitely killing all of us. Yeah, it's, I mean, no, it's a really good show. I mean, it's had a lot of longevity and certainly a huge following. Uh, where do you guys film for that? We film in New Orleans. Wow. Yes. Oh, wow. So, very, very hot. So hopefully you got to get mm-hmm. some beignets. <laughs> yes, I'm actually not a fan of beignets. I'm not really? a fan of like donut <gasps> things like that. Okay. Oh. Yeah. But I we love I love um, New Orleans. It's like my favorite place. So you're up here mm-hmm. with, the, with the spicy food, the Cajun spicy food. Oh, I, I really, I, yeah, I do like spicy food. And again, it's, again, the Carolinas, you've got some fantastic fish, fish and whatnot there too. I mean, oh yeah, great cuisine, for sure. But you don't have Whataburger. <laughs> That's the thing. Yes. <laughs> Whataburger is like a staple in Texas. It's like everywhere we block us a Whataburger. Yes, you know. everywhere there is a Whataburger. If a small town has anything, it has Whataburger. There you go. What or is Dairy a Queen? so it's actually i didn't ever realize this but last time i was on the show i talked about this i so whataburger is what a burger so it's apparently one of the best burgers fast food burgers ever okay i haven't even heard of that before Mm -hmm. it's a little texas staple you gotta be in texas to get that Mm -hmm. well i think there's some of these scattered around the world but north carolina our staple is cookout that is like our favorite uh burger place to go to (laughs) Oh, I've never been. It's delicious. We love it. I'll definitely have to try it. Yeah, for us, it's uh, In-N-Out. That's the big state yes. in California. I have had In-N-Out before. Yeah, it's like pretty it. amazing. And there's a few locations in the San Fernando Valley. Uh, I think oh, wow. that uh, Derek can attest. The line is like around mm-hmm. the block. Literally. Yes. So, I mean, if you want to mm-hmm. like, turn right on that street, near the street, it's not going to happen unless you get a burger first. So it's, yes. Yeah. They've uh, they put those strategically in on corners because they know that people are going to wait for them, and that's more for them. Yes. But, um, again, this is not the burger show. But, and again, this is why I say conversation <laughs> is just a conversation. We uh, go different uh, directions all the time, but we always circle back to important things like sushi. So <laughs> Yeah, the yes. sushi staple. <laughs> <clears throat> so. 
I love sushi. Oh, I actually, now. I had a question though, Elle. Yeah. Um, sure. So how, I I just love the whole book. I've always been a fan of the book, Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret. So being in a project, especially with such incredible actors like, like uh, Kathy Bates and Rachel McAdams, those are some of my favorite actors of all time. What What was that like? What was that experience like for you? Well, I sadly, I did not get to meet Kathy Bates. I didn't have any <gasps> secrets with her, but mm-hmm. I did. Um, I, I'm so blessed. I, she was absolutely amazing. But I got to meet Rachel McAdams and she was so amazing. She was so kind. She, I don't, she was just amazing. She was just such a kind, genuine uh, human being. And she's also an amazing actress. And I think in, in on the inside, I was kind of fangirling, but I know that she's just a regular person. And I should treat her as so, such. So, yes. you know, I pulled it together and I, you know, just went through the scene. But it's, I definitely, I was very excited. Now, Yes, I would be too. <laughs> this was written in the, in the 70s. And again, the book, uh, we're talking about, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Again, back in the day, uh, somewhat controversial, but I don't see it that way. I think that what Judy was doing was really kind of helping you know, kids along at that age, which is a very awkward age. Um, where, I agree. Yeah. You guys, have, you guys have both been there. So you both kind of like find yourself and, and whatnot and figure things out. Um, did, you, did you have any concerns when you looked at the script and they cast you for this? No, not at all. I, I had read the book when I got the audition so I could be more prepared. And I fell in love with the role of Nancy and I fell in love with the book. My mom had read the book when she was younger and my grandma knew of the book. And I, I honestly was just, I was so excited for this opportunity to even get an audition for the role of Nancy. But I also um, was very thankful for the opportunity to normalize talking about these things and yes. not only normalizing it, but making it funny and something to laugh about and understand. Yeah. Um, so no, I had no worries. I was really excited. I mean, this is mm-hmm. life. I mean, this is life. You can't, you know, you know, bury your head in the sand. I mean, this is, this is how it is. Um, Dara, yeah. I, know you, I, I know you read the book. Yes, yeah. I absolutely loved it. <laughs> you, were you able to relate? Uh, yes, 100%. Yeah. Being, especially like girls, whenever they're growing up and whenever they're discovering themselves and discovering how life is as becoming a woman is, it's, it's, it's an extremely difficult and kind of awkward, weird, but funny time. And I love how uh, Are You There, God to See Margaret, especially the movie, that you you did so well. It's it's portraying the the types of struggles when it comes to fitting in and finding your place and understanding yourself. And it's just it's genuinely such a great movie. And I totally applaud you, Elle, because it was so so good. It's very thank pow- you so much. It's very powerful <laughs> and it's very empowering. I think mm-hmm. you know and let and let's you know girls of that age know that hey, it's okay to have these feelings and have these questions and figure this stuff out. I kind of equated it with uh, the stories of where dad and daughter and mom's not around anymore and dad has to take her to the store to buy her first bra, you know? Yes. This stuff happens. Of course, now you just buy it online, I guess. (laughs) You know, Amazon. So on the movie, again, you're doing uh, Sulphur Springs on Disney Plus. And now you're doing Now you did the movie. And again, the (laughs) the whole press chunk and everything. How was it to see yourself on the screen? What was that emotion for you? You know, I always, I've always been this way, but whenever I look back and see myself on the screen, it's usually 
a year or maybe even two years like for are you there got it to me margaret after we filmed it and i always just look at myself and i'm like wow what <laughs> i'm like wow first of all i'm like i look so much younger and then yes. I mm -hmm. things like, and i'm like wait why did i say it like that i should have said it this way so i think <laughs> i'm a constant i'm in constant critique over my acting sure. skills because yeah. i feel like especially after you film something if it's a year later i feel like you've grown so much in that year and especially being younger. So I think I definitely, so I mostly am a little bit embarrassed when I look yeah. back. I, dare, I, dare, I know you understand this totally. Oh, 100%. You're your worst critic, honestly. I, I, I mean, I <laughs> it's hear it. overused, but true. <laughs> I hear it all the time. You know, it's like, why did they go with that take? Why did they do this? Oh my gosh, yeah. can I go, you know, can I hide out somewhere? But uh, you get through it. And you can't over. You can't overanalyze it. Uh, and the, mm -hmm. the, the end result was is a phenomenal movie. The critics like it. Uh, the fans like it. And you're in North Carolina now. North Carolina again, not Los Angeles or New York. Um, but no. um, are you getting spotted when you're out in public? There is a couple instances where I have. I live in a very small town, but my little sister Emerson, she is. Um, 10 years old and her friend group and all of her friends and people that she knows are very much in the age group of shows that I have done. So her friends are definitely um, notice me and ask questions a lot. But other than that, uh, I'd say, yeah, definitely a couple times out and about. Do you prefer being on a soundstage or being out on location? I like being on, um, oh gosh, that's hard. I'd say soundstage probably because I, I mean, one, when you're on location, especially in New Orleans, it's so hot and we are literally dead in the woods when we're on location oh. in New Orleans. Uh, so probably soundstage. Also, while we were filming Sulphur Springs, if we were on the soundstage, I would go with the teacher on set when I wasn't filming or when I just had a break or something. And I would go explore the different stages with all the different sets when wow. nobody was in there. And that was really fun. Oh, that's awesome. A lot of filming there in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. As well as mm -hmm. um, Atlanta. A lot of filming there. And, yes. Uh, a lot in Atlanta. Again, talking about yes. Walking Dead and, and all that. Mm -hmm. uh, Stranger Things is in New Mexico. I know that. They do that there. Yes. And those are like really closed sets. I know with Walking Dead, uh, they tell their their crew and cast, when you're out and about, if you're, if you're at a restaurant or a bar or whatnot, you don't talk about it. You don't tell them what you do. It's that, it's that quiet. My wife... Oh, yeah. My wife, God bless her, she's of short stature. She was an Ewok in Return of the Jedi. No they, way! And they filmed what? For, and they, I love Star Wars. And they filmed for yes. five, they filmed for five and a half five and a half weeks in Crescent City, and under the code name of Blue Harvest. So that was Blue that. Harvest. So Ooh, that you, that's you, you cool. You can look that up. But um, yeah, I mean, set life is great, and of course, um, Dare's favorite, Crafty. <laughs> yes. Oh my. Yes. God. Crafty is my ultimate favorite, so I relate with you on that. Oh my gosh! Mm -hmm. So, what's your go-to Crafty at uh, on on Sulphur Springs? Okay, my oh my gosh, there's so many things. Uh, well, my mom definitely would have to limit me because I would be going there every five minutes and with <laughs> <Same>. new stuff. <laughs> um, but my normal is I love. They always have these sour punch like candy straws. I would always take those. Definitely some sort of drink Ooh. or um, 
and they they always had these spicy almonds that I would always oh. take. But other than that, probably just like the smart food popcorn or just or whenever they make food, they would have these like they had this noodle dish once and it was so delicious. Oh, but food oh. is definitely one of my favorite things on being a part of a show. Oh, same. Yeah, I guess I think like- my go-to trailer snack was Brookside's, which are these Canadian like gummy candies that are covered in chocolate. And Ooh. they were so good. Insane. Good stuff. Fun times. Let's go ahead and stop down, guys, just one second. This is Conversations Radio. We are live on episode number 145. Our guest is the wonderful L. Graham and my co-host from somewhere in Los Angeles in a deserted <laughs> rehearsal hall, Dear McLeod. What are you, Dear, what are you rehearsing for, by the way? Uh, so it? right now I'm actually with my guitar studio called Guitar Ninjas. Absolutely love them. They're the greatest guitar studio in the world. Um, and we, I, get, I get to be a part of what's called the All-Star Club or the Jam Club. And what we do is we'll do little shows where we get to perform on theme and I get to play live and sing with a band. Wow. So this this uh, show that we're rehearsing for right now is the 90s show. It's the 90s kids summer. I get to sing No Doubt and I get to sing like Alanis and Sheryl Crow and all of them. Some of the most iconics. So I showed you this earlier. I don't know if you remember what this is. Any idea? No signatures there? Mm-hmm. So I'm at Mel's Diner in uh, Sherman Oaks. Here, you know where that's at. So wow. I'm, in there, I'm in there one morning, and guess who walks in? But Gwen, who? Stef- Gwen Stefani. <gasps> Amazing. Oh, my and, goodness. And I had, met, I had met her about 10 years before in a Starbucks. She is the nicest person, and she's just gorgeous. Uh, amazing. And who walks mm-hmm. in after that? Blake Sheldon walks in. <laughs> so they're both uh-huh. there. And... Uh, you know, Blake's like, I want to see that picture from 10 years ago. And I had it. I showed it. But they are the nicest people. And uh, Gwen's parents were there. And they were, they were, I guess, at a, a, some function at the school, their child's school. And, and he's like, uh, we're, we're Gwen's parents. <laughs> but it was just it was really neat. But everybody goes there, that location. Talk about getting oh, yes. spotted. You know? Um, Lori Grenier from Shark Tank was there one morning. Um <gasps> Whoa! Yeah, it's it's amazing. I was at uh, again when you were in, when you're in L.A., not so much in North Carolina, but in L.A. or New York, and even Texas for the matter. You, you're gonna spot people in L.A. It's like just common, you know. I'm at uh, it's a common was, occurrence. Exactly, exactly. You know, it's like you know. I was at um, where was I? I? Was at Starbucks in in Studio City. Rain Wilson walked in. You know, <gasps> real quiet guy. And then I was at uh, Guitar Center. You gotta love Guitar Center. Ah, uh, Guitar Center. You're gonna mm-hmm. love love this, dear. Joe okay. Walsh. Joe Walsh from the Eagles walks in. And <gasps> oh my I mean, gosh! Yeah, my world just yeah was, was my life was complete at that when, point. And yeah, when, <laughs> when I was in New Orleans, this must have been season one, right after COVID, when we were finishing season one. Mm-hmm. I was at the Pontchartrain. And I saw Gordon Ramsay about oh. to get onto the elevators. I don't know. <gasps> I didn't say anything because I, I mean, I, I don't know. But I didn't say anything. But he had like a little entourage, his family and like some guards. And I saw him go up the elevator. And I told my mom, I squeezed my mom's hand. I was like, mom, that's Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> but I always, if I ever see it, or meet anyone that is famous, I like to treat them with respect because I know that's oh, yeah, how I yeah. would want to be. Yeah. so i didn't mm-hmm. i know that he was with his family so i didn't um say anything but i, I was like oh my gosh that's crazy like what a coincidence I mean, yeah I, that's I incredible want, i mean i don't want to say that i'm done with it but it's like it just happens all the time 
and you know um, actors and actresses and singers and whatnot put their pants on just like I do. So I mean, you know, they're mm-hmm. doing their job, and but it's really cool. Uh, not to mention the uh, lead singer of Sugar Ray. That was pretty cool. Um, Ooh. Yeah. And my last paying job <laughs> was Universal Studio. <laughs> it was Universal Studios, the theme park. Um, I, worked, I worked with the costume Love characters. Universal Studios. Uh, I, got mm-hmm. the, I got to dress Shrek and all those people. It was a lot of fun. But that's uh, so fun. But, that's um, fun. Jay, uh, Jay Leno was there often he did a, he did his uh his jaywalking segments on city walk and that's cool i mean the nicest guy i'd be leaving he'd say, he'd say hey mike how are you and he'd call me over you know we'd shake hands and whatnot and i got pictures somewhere oh. but uh yeah that's so awesome it is it is so- i'm truly blessed to, to live where i live i mean i grew up in san francisco and i got tired of the fog in 1980 and came to los angeles and never looked back and uh, it's been wow. a blast working in radio and working around the studios and doing stuff. So it's fun. And now I've got this, and we've got El Graham on here. Mm-hmm. El Graham. It's not, it's not Spanish. It's not an upcoming superstar. Yeah, it's it's it's. it's oh. she already is a superstar. <laughs> it's it's El Graham, not Mira El Graham. No, it's El Graham. E L L E. And I had to make sure I wasn't saying Ellie because I like totally. You know, she, she, you know, that'd be it. So uh, it's El actually mm-hmm. El Charlotte Graham. So it makes it you add some syllables in there as well. So you, you're like, go ahead. I was gonna say sorry. I get called Ella and Ellie all the time. Really? Okay. Ah. Yeah. I I, just... I get Ella, Ellie, and this one time it was so weird. I was at Starbucks and they called out my name and not even joking. They said oh. Oh my. That it's always the Starbucks <laughs> cups that confuse people. Yeah. Yeah, they said it out loud. They were like, oh, and I was like, who? No, it's, and even now, it's like you go to Starbucks. It's like, and again, it's just a conversation. This happens. And you pull up and they say, uh, welcome to Starbucks. This is this is Lisa. What's your name? So you're automatically, you, you, you got to introduce yourself and whatnot. You know, it's, 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 it's so hilarious. But in California at Starbucks, and Derry, you notice this as well. If you, mm-hmm. want a, if you want a straw, you have to ask for it. They don't give them straws. Oh, yes. It's a whole thing here. So That is crazy. Yeah. So, it's, again, it kind, yep. of, it kind of extends your, your Starbucks visit. But um, I digress. I'm looking here, and Dare, you've done a lot as well. I mean, so you know the feeling when you book a big gig like this. Uh, yes. A big show. But I'm looking at uh, one thing that sticks out here, um, uh, The Walking Dead. So what was your role mm-hmm. on that? Tell me about that, because that show is like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I played the role of Winnie in, in I think I'd like to say it's season nine, episode 14 or 15. I haven't seen the show. I saw my episode, but I, I don't know. I haven't watched a lot of it and that is a lot of seasons to go through. Now, were you, as, were you, a, were mm-hmm. you, were you a zombie? I was not a zombie. I was a flashback and I was uh, in a group of kids who wanted to kill Michonne. Oh, Oh. Yes, I I was the one kid who survived in the end, and I just ran off into the woods. That was my role. But you were there with but wow. You I were there with the Walking learn, Dead. Yeah. I, got, I got to learn how to use a bow and arrow. I had to do like maybe a week and a half training with a bow and arrow. Um, I I had to do this like knife training thing. It was, it was fake knives, obviously. Yeah. But it was still. I mean, it was cool. It was fun. And they actually, they had a psychiatrist on set for all the kids sure. just in case what they were seeing on set was like scaring them. Well, well, so yeah. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Dare bow and arrow are you, for you in the archery at all? Actually, that's hilarious because um, one of my favorite things I've ever gotten at like a renaissance festival was a bow and arrow. And some days I actually will take it out and I'll do bow and arrow with my target in my yard. <laughs> that's hard. That's so cool. I mean, you really, you really got to pull back on that that string. Oh, yeah. You my know? shoulder definitely hurts the next day. So, Alex, had... <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say. They didn't have the bone arrows I used. They didn't have the pointy end, but they still stuck into the the board. But I would always have like ah. bones on my arm from it yeah. like zooming by, and I would always oh. have. Like, yeah, I don't, yes, yes. I don't do good with pain like that. I mean, <laughs> I <laughs> well, I, it didn't hurt the moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we went on a cruise. This is oh, we went on many cruises lately, but back in the eighties, we took a cruise. It was nineties, I guess. To Mexico, one of the one of the uh, activities on the ship was skeet shooting, which just oh. sounds it sounds crazy skeet shooting off a cruise ship in the middle of the ocean, but you know, um, I did it and I hurt my my shoulder hurt like the next day it was it's, um, you get some kickback from that and there was this lady yikes. God bless her she was like ninety years old and she decided she was going to do the excursion as well, the activity, every time she fired that rifle her 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 glasses would fall off. So, you know, yeah. So there you go. The power of the the power of the weapon. But again, the uh, <laughs> having the counselors there on 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 uh, on set definitely important because you don't know a lot of things. Mm -hmm, of course. You know, yeah. But um, so amazing that you got to do that. And again, swamp thing. Um, DC Universe has got. I mean, the stuff they they put out is just is phenomenal. It's always very cerebral and makes you think about it. So tell me about uh, your role on Swamp Thing. And that's um, recurring, by the way. What? Sorry. It's, it's a recurring role, right? Yes. Um, well, Swamp Thing is definitely one of my top three favorite shows and movies I've ever filmed. I absolutely loved the crew. The crew was like one family. Um, I loved all of the cast. I I truly just felt at home there. And I also felt at home because we filmed it in North Carolina. Oh. So I didn't have to stay in a hotel or anything. We would just have to drive in the morning to go to Screen Gems. But um, I loved that role. It had, it was so, I loved swimming. First of all, it was so fun to be able to cool. swim. And oh, I had, that's awesome. I had a lot of intense and dramatic scenes and those are by far my most favorite scenes to ever film are the more dramatic films and for the first time and my only time as of now i got to be possessed oh. in an episode and that was so fun right. terry mm -hmm. uh, terry you're not possessed shortly, are you no. <laughs> shortly after filming ended i actually because the cast and crew they were so just such a big family i got invited to one of the um to one of the pa's wedding and i got to go to it a couple months after we stopped filming yeah you, oh that's so sweet you do become like a big family which is cool uh and you realize especially on a on on shows like that um so many people i mean wow oh yeah huge crews you know thousands and um mm -hmm. Um, for are you there god it's me margaret i mean again a, a, a huge cast but mm -hmm. uh equally a huge crew and this oh, all yeah. takes place i want to think in the, they're trying to like in the 70s right yes so you're again you're you're replicating that was there research you did uh for that role as far as the time period 
Um, well, I know I after I mean I did read the book like twice, I believe, which definitely helped me get into the character. But before we officially started filming, we had about I would like to say a week where we went into this hotel meeting room with um Ms. Kelly Freeman Craig, the uh, director. And they had a bunch of different set pieces that was going to be used for Margaret's bedroom. And, you know, we had our little our little clear masks on so we could see each other's faces. And all of us girls, we just met each other and we bonded and we played out some roles and some scenes and we figured out how we were going to do them. Um, and then I given some um, some inspirations of mine. I was told that Nancy is definitely the type to have like um, 70 heartthrobs on her wall. She has, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, she has many different women that she looks up to. And then actually one of the scenes, I'm holding a picture. Oh, I'm blanking on her name right now. But I'm holding a picture of this girl and I put it right next to my face and I like smiling. And I've seen a lot of things about how people think I look like her. And, <laughs> oh. cool. and uh, dare I hear drums in the background. So, oh uh, yeah, that's, that's a, my work. It's, it's, it's all good. You're in a studio and you're making it work. That's amazing. I mean, because obviously um, the '70s definitely different from now in so many oh, yeah. ways. Uh, I mentioned we had Madeline McGraw on. Of course, she was in the Black Phone, yes. and uh, that took place in the '70s as well. Do you know they actually sent her a bicycle? What really? They sent her a, uh, one of those, those banana seat bicycles so she could learn to ride the bike. Oh, Apparently, she didn't that is know. So cool. Apparently she didn't know how to do it, and um, so and she got to keep it as well. So I mean, that's that's pretty cool. But again, you're, you're going you're going back and um, trying to. I, I remember I remember the '70s, so I know I'm dating myself now. Um, <laughs> but um, but you really pulled it off. You and the and your co-stars as well. Rachel McAdams, fantastic. Um, Kathy Bates, yeah. Just I mean, you can't you know I mean Titanic and all the stuff she's done, but. Um, Abby Ryder Fortson really a, another standout on this. Uh, you two together are, are phenomenal, especially the uh, scene of you guys going into the, the pharmacy. And oh the, yes, and the awkwardness. I mean, it's like yeah, everybody just cringed a bit. And I think you um, threw a pack of gum or something down to make, make it make it all better, right? You know, <laughs> change the focus. <laughs> but um, was there is there a blooper reel by the way for the movie? know what i have seen some blooper reels i've seen some on youtube and we've been sent some but most of them it's almost like a little documentary that they put together and sent us and it's of like the whole process but honestly most of the takes that they have in the movie we could consider a blooper reel because (laughs) the director really wanted it as real as possible and we did a lot of improv and this was the first show i'd really ever done improv on so a lot of the takes that we have done is just us talking. Not there's no specific lines. We just talked, and really? it honestly, was an amazing experience. That's really wow. Cool. That's incredible. When you can improv, you know, it's, that's that's really phenomenal for sure. And of course, uh, hats off to Judy Bloom for writing the book. Did you get a chance to meet her? No, mm-hmm. I did. She was amazing. She's so sweet. She's so kind. Um, she signed everybody in the cast and the crew a book of Are You There About Some Margaret. She signed it, and um, she put a really nice note in mind about how she couldn't have – she was saying that was the perfect Nancy, and Aww. oh, my gosh, she was so sweet. And she taught us that we were doing the we must increase our bust exercise wrong, <laughs> and she showed, us, she showed us how to do it, 
and then she left because then she then told us that it in fact does not work, which crushed all of our souls. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a wives' tale for sure. But, uh, <laughs> well, it's it's amazing again. It's coming out on uh, I want to say Apple TV, right? Yes. Like very soon. June twenty seventh, right? June twenty seventh. Yeah. I'm not sure yet, but um, yeah. <laughs> so I wonder, is your reaction going to be the same? Have you, have you watched it on TV yet? Um, I'm sorry. Have you watched Excuse it? Me? Have you watched it on TV as well as big screen? Um, I have seen it in the theater three times. Oh my! So you uh, again? Yeah. I wonder if the if it being on TV has got the same impact, you know? But uh, yeah, I hope so. I guess we'll find out. I saw out. it. <laughs> yes, I saw it once at the premiere, once with my family, and then once with my friend. And, and how to go to one with your friends? I mean, that's got to be. Oh, it was fun. Hilarious. My friends, it, my, they thought, my friends thought it was hilarious. Um, and then I brought my brother, my younger brother along too, and he brought some of his friends and they were closing their eyes <laughs> like the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it for sure. Um, amazing people uh, on this show. And again, uh, folks, make sure you get out, get out and check this out. Uh, again, on Apple TV, June 27th. Uh, God, are you there? It's me. Margaret, or are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. And again, uh, the ad adaptation from the Judy Bloom book. So make sure you guys uh, go check this out. And again, uh, watch for L on The Secrets <laughs> of Sulphur Springs. Um, L, can they follow you on Instagram? Yes, of course. Um, oh, gosh, I'm blanking on it. I think it's just at L Charlotte Graham. That's it. If I'm not mistaken. That is it. And you and you um, got a TikTok as well. I do have a TikTok here. I'm trying to let me pull it up. Okay. I have had my account banned three times. Oh no. And this, even though it because it said I was not 13, even though I'm 14 years yeah. old. So I don't know what that is about. But um yes, you can follow me at TikTok at um at official L Graham. Um yeah. I appreciate all the support. Uh yeah, I actually, on my past three counts, I also somehow spelled official wrong. So oh. it was a fickle L-gram for about fickle, three months. I like something. that, actually. Oh. That might stick. <laughs> that might stick. Uh, will you come back on and visit us again? I'd love to have you on. Of course. You're, you're, you're a phenomenal actress, so talented. Uh -huh. And again, the resume speaks for itself. Uh, you are really riding the wave now, um, success-wise. And I look forward to seeing what you do next. Folks, make sure you go ahead and watch that on Apple TV Plus now. That's going to be on June 27th. And uh, again, L as Nancy in um, Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. And of course, her wonderful role as Savannah on uh, Secrets of Silver Springs. L, we thank you so much. Thank you so yes. much, Brian. Uh Dare, what's up with you? What's up with you next? Uh, when is um, uh, Ghostwriter back on? Uh, well, we're still waiting, so we're uh, we don't know what's gonna happen. So hopefully something goes on, but we're just gonna kind of take it and see how it goes. But what is coming up is my fashion show will be happening this Sunday, this Sunday in Houston at the Bell Tower, and it's going to be really fun. So if you happen to be in the area, definitely buy your tickets now because they're selling out fast. So you'll get to see me and a bunch of other incredible artists while supporting an incredible cause. Good deal. And they can follow you on Instagram as well, right? Yes, they can, at dare underscore McLeod. Very, very cool. What a great show, well-rounded show. L, 
And there are. She's got her pirates uh, good with the graphics here. <laughs> I found the video filters and I oh, there you go. Keep... L. Graham and Dear McLeod, I thank you. Oh, thank you for having us on. That's a wrap, folks. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. This is Conversations Radio. So long. Mm-hmm.